I love the level of preparation. Preparation H. You had the power. <laughs> maybe the interview with Bukula, we maybe we can retry it at the end. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know how long I wanted to go. I really didn't. I just wanted to. I just wanted to be in the moment. Maybe see. if you're going to do a character, maybe I need to be briefed. On that. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's why I said I don't know. We'll, we'll try. It. We'll try it multiple ways. All right. See. So I'm going to start over. Maybe we'll run that part. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do it at the end. It'll, it's out, it's, it's there now. Yeah, we've got seven minutes of content for that. So. Content, quote unquote. Yeah. Welcome to Power Play Through a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And we're here to talk about some sweaty episodes. Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of sweat was left on the table here. These kids are back from Australia they're all looking tan and tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to say that in the least predatory tone we can. Yeah. I mean, like, they just look good. Yeah. They're back. They just got off that movie schedule. They got off that movie diet. They're here. They look good. Yeah. They're looking the same as in the movie. Voice did so, a weird thing. They look good. <laughs> so, best man for the job. Yes. Written by John Well. Wheel? John Wheel. And Mark, I can't read it from here. John Wheel? Written. (laughs) Written by Mark Hoffmeyer and directed by John Wheel. This one came out April 29th, 1995. We've had about a month, two months, since Return of the Green Ranger Part 3. Yeah. So that's. Conspicuous bit of time missing there. There's some interesting jumps in between episodes, considering that our seasons are so long. Yeah. Like, maybe they should just have started cutting seasons, right? Yeah. Could be a little shorter. Yeah. Ultimately, like, Power Rangers has been running for, it started in, like, the beginning of 93, right? Yeah. So it's been running for over two years, and it's got 109 episodes, so. Yeah, they're feeling... They're filling themselves out. Yeah. yeah, they're figuring things of how they should run and all that, and what's a good pacing. Uh, it all reflects. Yeah. So, best man for the job starts out in Angel Grove High School, not Australian Angel Grove High School, but the real one. And they see that the student elections are coming up, and Billy's like, "Tommy, you need to run for school president. You're the White Ranger. You're so handsome. You looked at yourself in the mirror, and you didn't even catch yourself." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As no, as everyone can tell, I'm not wearing glasses anymore. My hair is much poofier, but no one's telling me that I'm more handsome than you, even though it's the truth. Uh, the facts are in front of us. Yeah, hard they, to deny. They look at Kimberly, and Kimberly's like, "Yeah, you should be president. You're the president of my heart, and I wish that you were the president of this school, so that they could all know how I feel at all times mm-hmm. when I look at you and everyone your hair and your handsomeness and your earrings, and I love you." <laughs> Summon that from the deep. <laughs> Bulk and Skull are also looking at a student election advert, and they, Bulk has the idea, I'm going to be president. 
Yeah. And Skull's like, yeah, that's great. You can do no more homework, no more dependent, no more school. Yeah. And he's like, what I could do is make the rangers appear. No. Or, uh, I could me. access the student files. I could files. access student files, and that way I'll find out who the rangers are. That's not on their files, Bulk. It is, though. Handsome. Intelligent. Uh, powerful. Oh, did they got those those awesome, like, um, old school, like, X-Men or Marvel Comics power ratings? Yeah, definitely. Where they, where they have, like, strength, intelligence, skills, energy. Well, <laughs> at Angel Grove High School, they were trying to yeah. determine if that school was right for Battle Royale. Uh, yeah. And so. who was going to be the representatives well, like the, to go into the Battle Royale? Yeah, so they were like, okay, energy, speed, strength, yeah. love handsomeness yeah uh overt virility you know just everything that you everything need. that mattered in a life or death free-for-all situation yeah yeah when you're going to be handed a bag with a weapon yeah. a water bottle and a map yeah like you need to know so who's yeah. going to survive so the angel grove student files all had those power ratings oh, you know and there would be a big correlation between that and and Power Ranger skills. I mean, there's a huge overlap there, I would think. I think that those are all... I think Zordon has the same sheets. Yeah, definitely. It's he, just... It, it's like... He's like, which one of you needs a ranged weapon? It's fundamental math, you know? It's yeah. like, it's, it's a constant. It makes sense. Why wouldn't he use that same judge of skill mm-hmm. to make Power Rangers? Yes. Okay, all right. No. It it all makes sense. Power Rangers make sense. It's the show that has the most amount of logic always, attached to it. It has always been flawless in in its um, logical uh, coherence. I mean, like, jetting was something that made total sense. So. It was a natural progression. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Mm. So, at the, at the Kimberly and Aisha section of the school... They're talking about I, how Kimberly should run against Tommy. Aisha's got like she, she's she, fight, fight the power. Like she's saying, yeah. like why couldn't why couldn't it be the right woman for the job? You know, mm-hmm. it's like we need a woman in politics. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. She's like, I, like, I'd be running against Tommy. Wouldn't that be weird? I can't run against Tommy. She's like, that'd be a good clean race then because you both love each other. You're friends. You yeah. Know? It, that and like you know, there's nothing that can go wrong with that spirit of competition. You know. Mm-hmm. Makes things special. So she convinces Kimberly after a bit of talking, and they and she goes after about ten seconds of talking. About ten seconds of time, and she goes over to the boys and she's like, "Hey, Tommy, how would you feel if I, you know, decided to run for student president?" And I was like, "Oh, that'd be great," because you're not going to say no to your girlfriend right there. Yeah, not in front of all your friends. Yeah. When you get home later that night, you could be like, "No, so wouldn't be a good you want to be president?" You know, he could bring it up in some uh, terrible attempt. Yeah. Being nonchalant, and yeah, he's like, well, "Well, think of it this way: one of us will win." Then, oh, oh yeah, because yeah. nobody else could run against us. Look at the power rankings. <laughs> Check the files. Yep. Check the school records. You can see I earned tops and handsome. Mm-hmm. And but you- you've actually broken the record on beautiful. So yeah, hmm. I feel- it's going to be tough. What's a but non-gender my, but- specific? But my spin kick rating Ooh. is like a 90 out of 10. That's true. What's a non-gender, like, good-looking kind of uh, terminology? Good-looking. Just good-looking. Yeah. So on the good-looking scale. 
On the good looking scale, Kimberly does beat Tommy. But edges him out. Yeah. She doesn't edge him out. Billy edges him out. But Billy edges him out. Mm. Kimberly, they had to create Let's a new just, ranking system. You know, forget these episodes. Let's just start talking about how pretty everyone is. Okay. Rocky looks like a child. <laughs> <laughs> His haircut Stomp. makes him look like a child. Stomp, but it is, stomping out. He looks like a child. It is much better than his yeah. season two most of it standing up hairstyle. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Adam, the, the sad wet boy. Yeah. There's something pretty about being sad and wet. Everyone kind of likes, I mean, yeah, man, he's got the charm of a Bayside song. You know? Yeah. You're just like, oh. Come, Aisha. Come here. What's up? Aisha. What's yeah. up? Aisha is like. That that's that's like the ace up the sleeve, honestly, because like it's it or it's the 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 um, secret weapon, yeah, uh, of of Angel Grove. No one really talks about it, but have you looked? Have you seen her, Aisha? Tell me, have you seen her? You're way too beautiful, girl. <laughs> that's why it'll never work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, G- like gorgeous. I mean, just it's a little silly how like oh Zordon Zordon is oh not shallow. He's aesthetically driven. Well, I mean, like he's picking athletic kids. Yeah, athletic kids usually have those faces. Mm. So. It's not that he's aesthetically driven. It's that the kind of people he needs look like that. It just works out that way, huh? Yeah. It just, I mean, <laughs> how high can you kick? Oh, and you look like a 10? That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I mean, I, like, I, look at Lightspeed Rescue. Mm-hmm. They're all, yeah. they're all amazing. Yeah. Like, Reggie's out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Bite my lip. Mm. Yeah, it's thinking about it. <laughs> Let's go back to the episode. Because all Power Rangers are beautiful. And it's because they do that, they gotta look like that. Right? Right, right. So Lord Zed. He's having a ball. He's popping popping the room everywhere he is. Yeah. He's like he, oh. the dude has some lines. He's yeah. like, oh, they're running against each other? Nothing spoils a relationship or a friendship like politics. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. He's it's like, real good. Okay, let's turn them against each other and crush them. And then Rita's like, oh, yeah, but I have just as many diabolical plans as you. I'm the queen of evil. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Guess what? It's going down. He's hey. like, nah, you're just a girl. Yeah. You can't be a better bad guy. You're not even a guy. Yeah. Which is, hey, man, guy and dude. Is gender neutral. Yeah, it's universal. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's the 90s. They didn't know that yeah, day. Yeah. They're getting at each other. He's like, I'm going to make a better plan than you. And she's like, I already have a plan, so suck it. <laughs> Squat, Goldar, Babu, <laughs> come trip them with this rope. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, did they give a name to it? It's just a magic no, rope. It's just, just use, magic use this magic rope. rope. Use this magic rope, put a spell on Kimberly and Tommy, put them against each other. And Goldar meets the Lord Zed know about this. And he's like, well, he'll find out. Yeah. Stop being such a suck up. Okay, go. I really thought that this magic rope would be like, I don't know, they tie them together or something. Or yeah, make them competitive, but they can't leave it, each other's side. The way the magic is implemented 
in in this thing is a little goofy. I need to know. I don't know how you, Tommy and Kimberly didn't see. There's them. just something, or a, the rope. There's just something about this show where there's some. It just gets really goofy. Are they just so in love that they didn't see a bright red rope that they tripped uh, over? There's like the fattest Twizzler across that park path. Yeah, definitely. And they and trip Babu, over it. And Babu walked across the path. He did. He did. Like, I'm going to go on the other side. By the way, this, this pathway is four feet wide yeah. at most. He has to walk across that road as they're coming up. And they're, it's not like they're coming up uh, from... Uh, going up a hill or anything, so there's like their vision is obscured. Straight ahead, it is you like you can see them in the background, not blurred. Yeah, you you they're in focus. That's how close they are. Yeah, you can see Mister Ibarra walk across that road. Yeah, and they outstretch that rope. They lift walk, it up to knee height. They trip over it, and when they both hit the ground, their eyes glow white as they look at each other. Yeah, they stand up. Immediately, we got evil Tommy voice, and we got cranky, uh, punky Kimberly voice. This is a new bad Kimberly because she's not bad. She, yeah, that's the she's thing. Just They're not. Com- neither of them are bad. They just don't like each other because they both have. They both are still good to their friends, yeah. their other friends, and they both still want to do good for the world. They still want to do Power Ranger stuff and all that, but they do not like each other. I was hoping we were going to get another. It's morphin' time. Oh my gosh, like my heart couldn't take it. But you know what? It'd be just too much to have that much sass. But she's they're just arguing, you can't take a little competition, I'm going to beat you as the president. I'm yeah. going to beat you in real life. It's Don't so worry. funny, like, the provocation for it is that they trip, they look at each other, Tommy jumps up, he's like, look what you did, you tripped me. No, no. There was a big fat red rope. Y'all didn't see it. Yeah, it's like, on you now. And they start going at each other. Uh, next we get is is Goldar telling Zed that that Rita's trying something. Yeah, at the school, Tommy is the most immature. He's he's doing JDF things. Yeah, doing a little stinker on set. JDF prankster boy, signing Billy's couch stuff. Yeah, J- yeah. That's a real thing. He went into. David's trailer and signed his couch. Cool. <laughs> he's doing really real JDF the Menace yeah. kind of stuff. Because he's drawing on Kimberly's uh, uh, political poster, her, yeah. her uh, campaign poster, and like blacking out teeth, putting on a mustache, I'm sure there's he's doing horns. He's doing all of it. He, he did all glasses. The, he did all the hits. He did glasses, horns, mustache, Probably beard. a stitch. Yeah. Probably a stitch on the cheek, all that stuff. Billy comes up, he's like, hey, look, the... Your posters are done. They came out great. And then he sees that. Oh, who did that? And JDF in the most like, kind of like, uh, it is real like Dennis and Menace kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Uh, let's fix it. And he just puts the poster, his it, poster over hers. Yes. He starts he, a little bit of a um, little bit of Green Ranger laughing there too. Yeah. <laughs> Kimberly yeah, he, comes up with her clipboard and her best friend, Aisha. Yeah. She calls both of them losers. Well, you'd have to because Billy is on Team Tommy. Yeah. And she's in yeah, Team you, Kimberly. You, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you side with Tommy. You catching smoke too. Yeah. You getting all the smoke. Now. Everyone can get these hands. You, you, yeah. <laughs> you're on that pretty boy. You're on that pretty boy's side. 
you ain't on my side. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So they immediately start sparring again. Yeah, verbally. I'm gonna win. And then they grab this dude that's just walked by, and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna vote for me? No, you're gonna vote for me. Here's my flyer. See you later. Yeah, win with Kim." <laughs> and she gives her a little skull laugh. And Tommy, Tommy goes to Billy. He's like, "Come on, let's go fix some more posters." And yeah, walk off. Kimberly just has it ready. Some stickers. Don't yeah. and duh. And she puts it over. Don't vote. And then for Tommy, she puts duh over the T.O. to make it dummy. Don't vote for dummy. Well, actually, that's actually a really good thing. Yeah. Because don't vote for dummy, vote for Tommy. Yeah, that actually still looks like a campaign that he would make. Yeah. It's like, Tommy Oliver, don't vote for dummy. Vote for Tommy. Who's dummy? Because the be third person's in. coming in, and it's dummy. It is. Bulk, Paul Bulkmeyer. Yeah. Uh, is that his name, Paul Bulkmeyer? might be okay skull slides in and he's got well he's got like a uh, it's a problematic outfit well in one sense and that's yeah. a he's got the armband on he's got kind of like a nazi regalia armband there's no there's nothing on it but it's there's no getting around it's hard it to either. associate you either a nazi or you're slipknot you know <laughs> it's like you, you wanted to since slipknot wasn't made yet you're not kind of a Nazi. If he was a kid in 2001 with that, you're like, oh, he's in the Slipknot. Yeah, you're either Nazi or you're a maggot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, he shows up and he's doing his campaign promise, but he's in an awesome, like, magician's outfit with a cravat and everything. Yeah, he's got the whole, uh, kind of like a Uncle Moneybags or like a... Uh, yeah. I don't know, that, that industrial era. He looks like he is uh, Gatsby. There you go. He looks like he's a poor Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> a poor, round Gatsby. Gats, get. Gatsby. Po- but Gatsby. He, he looks like he's a Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and great Gatsby, if, but he just only ate apps at Applebee's. Ooh, they're back <laughs> on an all-you-can-eat thing. Oh, are they? Yeah. Delightful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the appetizers are back. <laughs> you mean I can get all-you-can-eat shrimp? You're doing like the Giger voice there. Oh, yeah, don't put me there. Don't put me in that headspace. So their campaign is that you vote for me bulk i will reveal the true identities of the power rangers the skull goes but we don't know that they don't know that we don't know so i love that adam and rocky are looking they're onlookers yes this, and adam's just looking at him and he's like huh. you know kind of like this going whatever and rocky is looking at adam like should we do something should we kill, should we kill, should we, should we, we kill them or should, do we kill them Rocky has no sense of where he should be. Kimberly is like, okay, I got to get this letter delivered to Tommy because that's going to cement our our thing happening. Yeah. Tommy's walking around. Oh, he sees you said Kimberly. I did? Yeah, you did. I did. I said, we need to get Tommy. Rita is in her palace and she's like, I need to get this letter delivered she to Tommy. St- yeah, she got a stinky uh, piece of paper. And she... Uh, Man, I lost myself in this. It's okay. 
Rita at her palace has a stinky, stinky bit of paper with mm-hmm. Tommy's name on it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is going to be the, like, the nail in the coffin. She magically teleports it to Tommy's locker. Yes. Tommy comes by. And Billy's like, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Like, Tommy, why, why are you and Kimberly going at it? What happened? Did you... Did y'all break up? Did y'all get into something, some, like, inconsolable kind of differences? Yeah, we tripped on this red rope and it was her fault. (laughs) 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 So, basically, Tommy comes by, he opens up his letter, he reads it real quick, he has a little evil Tommy left, and he's like, I just want to win, Billy. All right, I'll see you later. W-I-N, win. Gotta go. Yeah. And... He hands a letter to Billy, and the letter says, Tommy, I have information. Come to the park. Or, like, I have... Come to the park immediately. I have information to help you destroy Kimberly. Tommy's got that information. Tommy been dating her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find... you. That's true. The information you get to ruin a person is inside a loving relationship yeah. that sours. That's why that's why wrestler Raven has some of the best relationship advice you'll ever hear. Yeah, I can't say it on the podcast, but it's good because the best relationship advice is don't be in one. <laughs> I've been in a loving, sometimes relationship <laughs> for five years, yeah. and so you could say that with some, uh, yeah, some experience. I got you, man. Yeah, today we went to McDonald's. And I'd like to say I lost my temper a little bit in the parking lot because we got to the drive-thru and I said, what do you want? And she said, what do they have here? At McDonald's? At At McDonald's? McDonald's. At McDonald's? At McDonald's. At the Golden Arches. At the, yeah, the two the two arches that come together to form an M where they serve. You mean the stuff that like isolated from humanity pygmy tribes know what it is mcdonald's mcdonald's yes we pulled into the drive-thru and i said what do you want and she said what do they have here and i said (laughs) he flipped the car (laughs) i looked at her and i was like we're at mcdonald's and she went i guess nuggets (laughs) and i was like okay okay that works for me what do you want to drink can I get a half iced tea sweetened, half unsweetened? No. We're in the drive-thru, but I will order this for you. Uh, halfway through the order, when I said it, the guy went, what? And I looked at her and went, no, he can't do that. Yeah. And she said, I guess just an iced coffee. What flavor? Just, I, plain. Yeah. All right. Wait, what are you getting? I'm getting the two cheeseburgers with fries. And I changed my order to that. Bryn, this is McDonald's. <laughs> Bryn, oh. this is McDonald's. Oh, boy. Sometimes I'm in a loving relationship. Sometimes I'm in the drive-thru of a McDonald's being Nasty. the most angry yeah. that I could be. Yeah. That was your, I, that's y'all red's rope. Red, 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 that's y'all's red rope. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 you tripped over in the park. Yeah, we tripped over it. In, and now you're going to politically assassinate her. Yeah. That's, I, my platform, if I was running against her in, politi- in politics, would be you don't, you don't want to vote for her 
because she doesn't know what they have on the menu at McDonald's. <laughs> That's the most un-American thing you could say about a person. Not because she's never eaten there, but because in every situation she acts brand new. You don't want a brand new president. Vote for Dan. I don't know how. Okay, so we'll have to take we'll have to take some airspace on TV because we can't fit that on a poster. But we can definitely have some guys saying that. Yeah. In a in a dreary voice. Well, while I don't know, while Bryn does something unbecoming. Oh, uh, no, yeah, we would have in black and we white. We would have videos of her every time she's trying to pay for something with a debit card, <laughs> like looking. <laughs> Looking at the machine Ooh. like I don't know how to insert the credit card. <laughs> You're going in. <laughs> Just, yeah, in black and white, and we'll have some uh, dreary voice over it saying yeah. all you just said there. Yeah, we would have her standing in line and someone trying to offer her a reward system and her going, no, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be... It would, that's some mud slinging. Yeah, that's my. That would be my political stance against my current Politics. girlfriend and the love of my life. <laughs> And that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. That's how it be sometimes. So and and so in that respect, this is very on point. This is this they they, they nailed it. Yeah. Tommy goes to the park looking for this person that'll help ruinate Kimberly and, and it's political aspirations. And it's the man that kidnapped her and threw sleep powder in her face, <laughs> Goldar and some yeah. putties. Yeah. Yeah. He's he 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 claims alone you have no chance he transforms goldo you've been beaten by the white ranger so many times Ugh. you know what though they do get a couple in on him he gets a, he gets a little worked over and you know what i think it's because of that fatigue on his heart yeah i think it's that fatigue on his heart man you can't do anything straight when you when been you, through the drive through at mcdonald's with Bryn. yeah yeah, that's yeah true. when you messed up that way <laughs> she she asked what kind of dipping sauce they have i'm like are you are you a human? That's you... always sweet and sour. She, it's never okay, so anything that's never different. Quite... Yeah. All right, all right. Well, it's crazy. People like, got it. Yeah. What do they have here? You got to believe in something. <laughs> you know, you got to believe in something. So I'm happy for her that she has that. So, so he gets worked over a little bit, and we cut to Kimberly, who's in the the hallway in the locker. Yeah. And Aisha's now like, "What is going on with your campaigns?" It's like, "I just want to win at all costs." What's so, what's so bad with that? I just want to kill everyone. She says it in such a way, like, there's like, what's the problem with winning at all costs? It's in the name, winning at all costs. Like, would you... yeah, that's not a, that's never healthy, Kimberly. And then when they say White Ranger is in trouble, when they say White Ranger is in trouble at the park, she Rocky, rolls her eyes and it, she goes, of course he is. Rocky seizes his moment to... Call out the morphing time. He jumps in front of everyone, gets as close to the camera as he can, and screams it. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, no one else is around, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, he's like, Jason could do it, I could do it, I could just scream it in the hallway. (laughs) The rangers show up, and they're like, oh, looks like we're just in time. White ranger's getting beaten up by putties. Yeah. Rocky's like, our friend's in trouble, you know what to do. Yeah, shut up, Rocky. What do you you think? No. Thanks, Captain Obvious. (laughs) You're always doing this. What what is that? Our friend's in trouble. You know what to do. Rocky gets thrown ninety feet by a single he, putty because he, he's inept. He gets kicked. He gets booted in the chest. He gets yakuza kicked in the chest and flies. Kimberly has to jump in. 
it's like I'll save him. He can't yeah. help himself. And we honestly get very entertaining bits here where she's pointing at him and he's like, oh, I'm not listening to you. And then like, like a putty comes out of nowhere and she just smacks him in the Z and then steps on another one's back. Yeah, they don't mean to, but they're just they're managing to like comically sidestep all this stuff. They bring the argument to in front of Goldar where they're yelling at each other. Tommy says, go back to the mall. Goldar is trying to get their attention to the point where he taps on Kimberly's shoulder and she like bats it away. Buzz off, man. Yeah. It was so good. It was so funny. This is all very... The the comedy has has progressed so much in Power Rangers. Yeah, it's really hitting on our 30-year-old dummy sensibilities. It is. So, Goldar has enough, turns Kimberly, punches her in the mouth, literally, then steals Saba from Tommy as Putty's uh, gang up on both of them. Yeah. And instead of teleporting away, he just kind of bad guy walks out of there. Yeah, I mean, like, just clean, you know. Saba's main power is that he controls the White Tiger Zord, yeah. but he, but it's he, Gold, it's Goldar's uh, wrestling sense coming through there. Yeah, he just clean the ring. He's out. You know. Oh he, yeah, he's yeah. Gonna he's, strut out of there. He's going to strut out, and then he's also going to present. Yeah. So. Kimberly and Tommy go chasing after him. They bump into each other, and we get that energy thing that we got from Return of the Green Ranger, where their energies collide. It only happens when the people love each other. <laughs> so far, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it only happens when two people uh, with with ties to the Morphin Grid that deeply love each other, yeah, connect. So far, it's been Tommy, Tommy and Tommy, Tommy and Tommy, Tommy and Kimberly. Tommy and Tommy was. Was heated, <laughs> like it, it is, uh, like red shoot diaries, like, kind of risque. Well, it was getting kind of warm in the room when it was happening. Yeah, there was so much like tension between them. Tommy is so heated in this argument, like that they're they're like yelling at each other, and Kimberly standing there, and all of the male rangers hold Tommy back, and Kimberly just stands there, and she goes. You're the one who lost Saba. You know what? You're also not a good lover. Man, in front of the boys, too. In front of the boys, and Aisha already knows. Yeah. They talk. talk. Yeah. In front of Goldar. She's like, you know what? You don't make good pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Goldar's getting all the promo material he needs. Goldar's like, oh, I think that it's time for me to leave after I shoot you with your own sword eyes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes he uses sava's like cool uh lightning sparkly eye beams yeah to shoot at the ground and he's like he's figured out how to use it you gotta pull back what do you mean how to use it bud you just you just flip it around and then you point it at something yeah at the command center they ha- everyone has their helmets off they're arguing kimberly, kimberly- Tom, tommy goes i could have handled it if it wasn't for her yeah. And Kimberly gets them. You say it. You say it. I'm not saying yeah. it. <laughs> it's kind of like... It's kind of like those from left field mm-hmm. kind of clapbacks that are just so kind of like, what's wrong with you? I f- Why I, would you say that? I find that hair jokes are the ones that pop people the most. It's oh, She says to him, so you have your ponytail too tight, bro. And Tommy <laughs> is a gas. Like he's, he's like, my ponytail is beautiful. Yeah. 
she's she's yeah she lays into him basically like your ponytail's too too tight your hair's pulling back too hard your pores are opening up you're gonna get blackheads you suck i met a uh at new york comic-con i went to a party called creator after con and one of the guys who was running that name doesn't really flow well like it's for people that want to beg each other to make comic books together oh okay yeah and the guy that was running its hair was very high. Yeah. And afterwards, he was hanging around my crew because the guys that I was running with, they were like the bells of the ball. They're like published like six, seven times, okay. getting looked yeah, at yeah. by actual comic companies. Yeah. So they were the bells of the ball at Creator Aftercon. And afterwards, this guy wanted to like roll with us. And the whole time he's like, yeah, you guys should be talking about Creator Aftercon more. And while we were riding on the bus back to our hotel, uh, I made a comment about, like, we ain't here to advertise your haircut. We're here to advertise our books. And the room popped yeah. because because it's a haircut joke. And yeah. That, that hair is how he defines himself. So. Yeah. There's few. Yeah, I can't think of any right now of a quicker way to uh, deflate someone than... Attacking their hair or attacking their shoes. When I called uh, Tondar Young Mule. Yeah. That started a, a rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's, that is something that cuts deep. Yeah. Real deep. So there, after that, or af, after that scorcher. Yeah. That burn. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's like, hey, knock it off. Are they under a spell? <laughs> yeah. Straight up. He's just like, I'm, I'm tired of this. Is there, is there a reason they're acting like butt nuts? And go, uh, wow, Zordon! I had to run through five names there real fast. In my you were head. like Alpha Zed, Zordon, yeah, Zool. Gold, Goldar. Like <laughs> I was like, Zordon says an, ex- an excellent hypothesis. Let's find out. Yeah, no, we're not under a spell. They oh. do they do a quick little little spider little thing. Yeah. Like it's like a thing with like little grabby arms on it. This device that that rolls over him, and he's like, "Oh, you're right. This is a spell." Here, smell these roses. <laughs> He's like, you have to wake up and smell the roses, a symbol of love and friendship. And they're like, I'm not doing this for you, Kimberly. I'm Kimberly, doing it for the Rangers. Kimberly gets them again. Yeah. Because Tommy's like, Tommy's like, I'm having, you know, you know, like, as you put it. So I don't mean to be a jerk, Zordon. And Kimberly says, that must be really hard for you. And he's like, I've had it up to here with you, and he has his <laughs> yeah, hand above like, his head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both both Adam and Rocky haven't said a word. You know, just everyone. It's like Rocky's only line. This no, he had the like. We have to help our friend. Yeah, he, like his only line was, "It's Morphin time." But yeah, he yeah, it's it's it is very much so. The the parents fighting while the kids watch. They smell the roses and then they're in love again. Yeah, they apologize to each other. They're sweet on each other. What was I thinking, Kim? I'm so sorry. Yeah, I would never do anything to hurt you, even though I did run into you real hard and put my head against your head, and also my boys had to hold me back because I was going to punch you in your face. (laughs) (laughs) So, after that, after that very fast makeup, they look into the viewing globe, because Zordon directs them to it, and you just see Rita, Squat, Babu, Goldar, Goldar, partying in the park. 
like just Rita, dancing. Rita's got Saba, and she and they're like, she can control the Tiger Zord now. She's like, oh, it's all mine, so I'm going to do the thing I do best. And she has Saba gagged, and she goes, power of the Tiger Zord. Yeah, she Call ha- it. She has a, yeah, she has Saba in his, the little funny black bit of ribbon in his mouth to gag him. And she takes off the gag to summon the Tiger Zord, which is, why did she take off the gag to come? Well, because he's got to yell, Tiger Zord, battle ready now. I guess so, huh? Man, he really has no will of his own if you're pressing that button. Yeah. You just, Saba, just, he's not really his own person, is he? Nope. So they she summons the White Tiger Sword. We summon the Thunder Megasword. Freddy and I do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We summon it. Because this battle is a mixture of new footage that we shot. We We have some American... Yeah, we have some American Zord battle footage yeah. with American, like, um, miniatures. Mm-hmm. With, like, and it's super noticeable because all the all the uh, buildings and stuff are much, you can tell, like, the Western culture. Yeah, know? they're very much not detailed. And... <laughs> well, besides that, yes. I mean, they look worse than the Japanese ones. But, hey, this is all new, and this is, it's, we... Yeah, we we became silly little boys when this part happened because it was just so exciting to us to see the, <laughs> the stunt actors that don't really know how to move in their suits. Yeah, and fall, all of that f- falling on top of uh, wooden buildings, and it. I I said, "Was what?" I was like, "We we got a ball game. Yeah, new, brand new ball game here. Look at this. What we look what zords. they can look what they can do. They we get a shot of the zords punching each other." Uh, in the foreground with small Rita and the crew in the background with Tommy sneaking behind them. Because, because in the meantime, Alpha has created a powerful electromagnet that's made to pull Saba, but only from 10 meters away. Yeah, not very Yeah, not very far at all. He has to get pretty close to him. Yes. So he sneaks up behind him while the, the Zords are fighting. And she happens to stick Saba in the air, so he gets a clear shot at it. Yeah. Pulls it away from her. Gets White Tiger Sword back under his control. Yeah. The the Zords, in the meantime, though, are having a pretty dope sword-on-sword battle. Yeah, they're actually having a full-on sword fight. Sword fight. Sword fight. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're both freaking disasters today, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I watched you last night. Yeah, you keep... That's what's wrong with me. You have... Keep talking about it. It kind of messed me up, too, and I have only second-hand experience it. Yeah. I've only gotten what you told me about it, and now I'm, I guess I'm going to have to watch it. It's 10 hours, man. I don't want to do it, but it sounds too insane to exist. I can, yeah, at least not in that kind of media. I could see like a comic book doing that, or a novel or something, but for it to be like a Netflix thing and... Off of a Lifetime show? Off a Lifetime show? That's blowing my mind. Oh, we're not here to promote you. Go check it out on your own time. If you don't, want. don't, don't check it out on your own time. But we get, yeah, the, they're actually fighting. the The American stunt actors are fighting with the swords and stuff. It's pretty cool. I also love their version of Angel Grove. Yeah, which is just buildings and mountains. It, it, it looks like okay. It looks like they bought a bunch of the Ghostbusters firehouse playset. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks it looks like uh what was it called spawns spawn alley oh yeah uh, the the mcfarland the first mcfarland playset which it just i think it was literally called spawn alley oh i'm sure it was and it just you know you have a you have like a red brick wall that says something in graffiti like butts or boogers or you know something booger butts booger butts rad time booger butts rad time here yeah yeah, something like that, you know, and stickers for for a good time. Call the spawn hotline. Yeah, eight hundred yeah, yeah. spawns cool. Yeah, yeah, or five 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 spawns the best ever. Spawn five 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 kiss me deeply spawn. I don't. That's like a. It's it, that's like an Australian number though, because it has it needs some more numbers. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's it looks looks like these buildings were transplanted to. It it looks like the it looks like if a monster monsters all the oh what was the name of the dude that that captured stuff in bottles tickle sneezer was that tickle sneezer yeah oh god well yeah well it looked like so tickle sneezer how he like abducts buildings turns them into little miniature versions yeah and but then he can place them somewhere else okay Krang in um the hyperstone heist yeah it looks like they took these buildings and just put them in a desert. Because it's literally building, patch of dirt. You could building. have just said Brainiac. Oh. Dang it, that was the easy one. Yeah, you're right. I could have said Brainiac. Yeah. Man, I went everywhere, and I it was right there the whole time. Could have just said Brainiac. Bottle City of Candor, man. Uh, so Tommy uses the electromagnet. He gets his Saba back. White Tiger swords hit. Saba screams yeah. as, as he's being pulled to the magnet. It's been a wild day for poor old Saba. Yeah. And uh, now that playtime's over and the Rangers are there with their big old mechs, Rita's like, nah, we gotta go. Because White Tiger Zord is about to step on her. Yeah. Both the Zords turn their attention to Rita. And Rita kind of like, we get a cool little uh, way she exits where she she balls her hands and her rings glow and this fiery energy envelops her and she disappears. Did you see that Zed's face appears before her before she disappears? No, I energy? didn't. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. Well, I gotta see it. Hold on. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. All right, let me do it again. She did, like, what? <laughs> when the Zords turn their attention to her, she does like a pretty cool like exit animation where she like balls her hands and then her rings glow and the energy from them like form a Zed face in front of her and yes. then envelop her in a fiery energy and she disappears. Yes. Pretty cool. So it's like <laughs> it's a marriage. He like gave her like half the her half his powers or something. You oh know? yeah, no, that's what he that's, they exchanged half powers. That's why they've become more incompetent on both ends. Uh, <laughs> Not just because of the parental write-in campaign. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes back to the palace, and she's mad. She's yelling at the goons. And Zed comes up. Zon knew you failed. Zed doesn't even care that they, they didn't kill the Power Rangers. Because <laughs> he comes up to her and I knew you'd fail. Who's the baddest? Flex. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> Flex is on her so he, hard. He, like, and not, like... A common, you know, the a common term nowadays is like flexing on someone, and that's usually mean like a weird kind of like brag. Right? I'm gonna show you how cool I am. It's like weird flex, but okay. No, Zed literally walks up, says, "Who's the baddest?" Flexes his arm, flexes that bicep right, yeah, and shows it off. Yeah, 
Like, <laughs> yeah, Rita. And you she's don't like, know. she's like, you haven't destroyed a meter. Shut up. Don't worry, still gonna put that baby in you. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, thank you for reminding me. And another thing, then we fade to black. Yeah, we go back to the juice bar, and some jerk uh, blocks a truck in with yeah. his little Dotson. We're at the student elections where Kimberly's just finished giving a rousing speech. Yeah. And Tommy goes up and he goes, Some real softball politics. You guys are real expecting me to say, I'm the best person for the job. And you know what? You'd be right. No, he doesn't say that. He goes, no, the best person for the job is standing right next to me. Kimberly has some good ideas. And I was just going to stand up here and say, look at my earring. Look at my muscles. Look at my spin kick. I'm the president now. Look at my muscles. Look at my muscles. Yeah. (laughs) Heavy gravy pulls is like a full Adam demand. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> uh, yeah, he says he thinks the best. Honestly, the best man for the job is my girlfriend, who I love. Yeah, I'm sorry, baby. And we tripped over a rock and we yelled at each other. Yeah, and she's swooning for yeah. it. She's like melting for it. I'm like, come on, Kimberly. That was the easiest get. In comes one man band, Eugene Skulovich, to give bulk speech. Yeah, he's got like. He's got the big bass drum on his back that says "Vote for Bulk." Yep, Bulk comes in and awesome his Uncle Sam. Yeah, awesome Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam vest jacket and black American jeans. American top hat with some black Levi's. Yep, and he's making his campaign platform very clear. He is going to show you the identity of the power. Rangers, because he's going to get those student files. Meanwhile, skulls in the back tripping over everything. Yeah, we some visual, some nice visual. Yeah, some nice visual comedy is happening with skull tripping over like the tables at the juice bar and stuff like that. His big bass drum knocking into Kaplan, then Bulk. You know, real funny, funny goof, goof. And then Tommy just laughs at them because he's terrible. The election results come in by landslide victory, Kimberly Hart. Yeah. Bulk and, demands a recount. He goes, okay, you got it. You got one vote. And Bulk's like, wait a minute. If I voted for me and you voted voted, oh boy, what is wrong? Skull voided for me. Skull, if I vote, if I vote for me, Skull vote for me. How do we only have one vote? And then Skull is kind of hiding in his Uncle Sam hat and he's like, Kimberly's speech was really good. And Bulk gets mad. But... We know there's a long-standing history between Skull and Kimberly. That, so, that was unrequited, 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 what is it called? Unrequited love. Unrequited? Yes. Unrequited love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that happens, and Ooh. Skull voted for Kimberly, so she's the president now. Yeah, Madam President. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, hey, bum, 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 are you reading Go-Go Power bum, Rangers? Did we already talk about uh, Skull and Kimberly going on a date? No. And Kimberly... Oh, I'm here? I don't know, man. I don't know. And Kimberly talking about... uh, Kimberly went in to kiss Skull, and Skull went, you're not over your ex-boyfriend, so this isn't going to happen. I have them. (laughs) I have all the books. I just, you know, never read them. Kimberly pushes Skull... Skull pushes Kimberly away and goes, you're not over your ex-boyfriend. This isn't going to happen. The next day in school, Bulk comes in and goes, what you did to my man, Skull, is wrong. And she goes, actually, he turned me down. And Skull go- Bulk goes, 
Oh, Skull turned you down? Oh, we're good then. <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, wow. We got through that whole thing. The one that was called... Uh, <laughs> Best man for the job? The one that was called best man for the job. And you know what? There was no man for the job. There was a woman for the job. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better one. Yeah. Kimberly Hart. You got it. Madam President of the school. Next episode. The next two episodes. Storybook Rangers Parts 1 and 2. These were written by Douglas Sloan and Cheryl Sabond. Directed by John Wheel. They came out... May 1st, May 2nd. 1995. Yeah. I keep moving kind of close to the uh, to the screen because I can't see. You got a glare? No, it's that my my prescription is up. Oh, okay. And I legitimately can't see. Okay, I could do it. Well, I mean, we already did it. So, whatever. Here we go. Storybook Rangers. This was... Uh, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, a little disappointed. A little now, disappointed for sure. Not in the episodes. But because I thought the Wild West was happening. Every week I look forward to the Wild Wild West. You have said from day one, that is your favorite episode. Yeah. That is your favorite the favorite thing in Mighty Morphin. Yeah. It's Wild Restaurant. And I can't wait to get to that to see, uh, just to watch you, honestly. I ordered online a pair of Jim West Wild Wild West glasses. Oh, the Burger King ones? Yeah, the ones that we've talked about on this show 45 <laughs> times. <laughs> Uh, I've ordered a pair. I'm going to wear them the entire time I'm watching it. Uh, my vision will be very impaired. Yes, but I'm going to. I'm going to commit those plastic, uh, very thin. You know what's crazy is how like deep into it I'm going to go. I'm going to go grab my Toys R Us Red Ranger helmet, my Jim West sunglasses, and a cowboy hat. I'm going to put on the Jim West sunglasses, then the Red Ranger helmet, then the cowboy hat. To have my full Wild you're West. Just, you're getting... Um, I got to get into character to watch my favorite episodes. Yeah. You're, you're going full on method. But like if a critic went method along with the actors. Yes. That's wild, man. That shows some real dedication to your favorite episodes. But these are not your favorite episodes. No, these are far from it. These episodes... Like Dan said, disappointing, but more dis- disappointing for me as well, just because it wasn't that good. They're they're okay. There's yeah. some, there's some funny there's some funny bits to it, but nothing is whatever. It honestly is just a bunch of filler. But yeah, so we start off with a book fair going on in the middle of the hallway, and we're already at an hour, so let's not give it too much credence of the two episodes because we went kind of we'll off the rails as, during Best Man for the Job. We'll just try to do it as just one. Plug. Fluid episode. One one meat plug. They're just at concise, they're at a book fair. Just, just solid fills up the center of the plate. Yes, it's like meat mountain. <laughs> so yeah, they're at the, they're at a book fair in the middle of the hallway. Everyone's looking for books that they want. Billy found found a book that he want, and it's quantum, making quantum quantum physics can be fun. <laughs> it's been looking for it for months. Aisha's like, what a book fair. This is great. I haven't found a single thing. No books matter to me. Yeah. Proceeds from the sale benefit the school library. Some girl comes up to interject on Aisha, and she's like, they have a book on how to break into the fashion business. She's like, I'm out. See you later. I found a book. I'm doing it. Now you're talking my language. Adam found 32 books for him on meditation. Uh, How to get girls. Yeah. Kimberly's (laughs) looking looking at at books, and she's like, I love fairy tales. 
thinking about uh, she always princesses. Want, yeah, she always wanted to be a princess that gets rescued. Yeah. And Tommy's like... <laughs> she goes, buy a handsome prince. She goes, what about a white tiger? And she goes, that would work. Yeah. And she gives him a smile. Yeah. little smile. Yeah. Bring me to my knees. Yeah. Kimberly, like, freaks out, and she's like, this book is the book that I've loved my entire life, and it's called Grumble the Elf. Grumble the Magic Elf. Yeah. It's a big purple book with a very familiar face on the front of it, albeit blue. Yeah. Someone we talked about in this episode called Tickle Sneezer. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, they got that suit hanging around still. Tommy just turns around and goes, you know what? You should have it. And he goes, pay the man. Throws him his debit card, says, yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, they buy the book. She's happy at the palace. Uh, I hope Rita has... <laughs> Squat and Babu are just cheering for nothing. Yeah, they're, they're like, saying, Rita's like, I hope, here. I hope Rita has a good plan because we can't think for ourselves. Yeah, and she's like, oh, she likes fairy tales? She's going to be part of one. Goldar yeah. comes in and goes, Lord Zed know about this? Yeah, he's not doing it without Lord Zed's permission. And she tur- she snaps on him. She's well, like, I'm a queen. Zeddy's taking a snap. You know how you you know how cranky you can be when you wake him up? Yeah, don't wake him up. Let him get his rest. And Goldar just kind of like, you suck. And he just mm, I gotta get out of here. Away. Mm. So she makes a lot of book puns. Yeah. Uh, this will make history. Uh, turning the pages. The next chapter. Bar, bar, turning bar. the pages. Yeah. Don't uh, bend your spine. I don't know. Yeah, Kimberly Stuff. can't find another book. Rocky comes up and he's like, I found this one on meditation. It's really good for martial arts. And Tommy just goes, oh, yeah, that's my nerd. <laughs> he does just yank it out of his hands and can, proceeds to read it. Appleby comes up and says the same exact thing that Billy says, which yeah. is like all the proceeds benefit the library at the school, so buy some books. And so we got to just ham-fist that thing in. Remember, yeah. go to the book fair, buy books at buy school. Books. Book fairs were dope, though. Book fairs were dope, but when did you ever buy a book at the book fair? A couple times. Couple you should get Bookala back in here because we can ask him about the Bookala fair. <laughs> that's a totally different thing, though. <laughs> that's that's not that is not. Mm-mm. It is it is at. It's not PG. It's not something we could talk about the Bookala fair. Oh, I mean, like if we. Can, we can, we can ask him, but then that's just going to be all unusable. It's just going to be uh, very Green Door-esque. Very Bukula. Very Bukula. <laughs> yeah, very Bukula. We can't do that. So, Bulk and Skull are, are also at the book fair because, you know, they got nothing else to do. I didn't know they could read. But, the, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Bulk can read. I didn't know Skull could read. Barely. Yeah. Bulk says, let's get out of here. You know, get your book for your mom and let's ditch it because this place has two of my least favorite things books and dweebs and school well, school. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like how about how to cook thanksgiving feast that'd be good for mom so that's perfect for your mom i've tasted her cooking skull like looks up like wait a minute and then he gets a dirty look like you talking about my mom yeah but before that can escalate to anywhere he finds an a book that says Monster Making Made Easy in, strangely, like the Ren and Stimpy font. Yeah, by H.P. Totu. H.P. Totu? Yeah. Because anyone spooky has to have two initials in their last name. This is in the R.L. Stein era. So. R.L. Stein, H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, what was All it? of it. H.R. Giger? H.R. Giger. But he's an artist. He's an artist. But he, Yeah, but he still puts his craft to paper. Yeah. So yeah, all the spookymans, all the spookymans have initials for their first names, 
And you keep pushing me towards that voice. I, I don't mean to, but they, all the spooky people and all their spooky stuff are initials, then their last name. Mm-hmm. So Bulk has that book, Monster Making Made Easy. It says, can you believe it? And it's called like, no, who'd, who'd be dumb enough to read that book? Bulk goes, we would. What are we going to do? The Power Rangers fight monsters. So we're going to make a monster, unleash it on Angel Grove. When the Power Rangers show up, we unmask them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a good idea, Bulky. Yeah. No re- beans today. Yeah, the rest is easy. Yep. So you are a genius. Let's go. We have work to do. You notice how, like... You notice how, like, Bulk and Skull recognize the cameras there, but no one else does? Yeah. I don't know how long that's been going on. Because it's been, I feel like it's just been like a smooth transition to that, but it it seems like they're very aware. Yeah. Because they turn and Bulk recognizes the cameras in his way, and he's like, "Oh," and then they oh. the camera backs up, and then they move. Why wouldn't Bulk feel like he's always in a Truman Show? You find ways to cope with having a terrible life. That's true. That's so true. Bulk might just think in life he's like and will and he turns always forward because he knows that he always needs to face forward for the camera and he goes the power rangers and then in his imagination the camera is there why wouldn't bulk always think that he's on tv he's we're banging out he's bulk the most important man in the world we're banging out some theories that are game changers in in the power rangers lore to think that bulk is such a What's it called? An escapist? Yeah. I mean, that is that is how troubled youth cope, you know? You you do something to deal with your living situation. Yeah, you find those kids that are really into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you find those kids that think that they can channel key energy because they read on a Wikipedia page that green energy can enter through your spine like a vacuum, and then you can release it. And you sit in your back r- backyard for three and a half hours meditating trying to pull the green chi into your back is any of that ad-libbed i feel like i feel like you drew from a real place with that i'd rather not take (laughs) (laughs) that seemed that seemed a little too specific for that to be just off the dome i don't know if that was off the dome or not i just uh, i don't you know what i'd I'd rather not talk about it that was a recovered memory yeah maybe not recovered maybe very vivid but you know (laughs) rita says, all right, I think it's time to just do what we're going to do in this episode. The yeah. Tommy, Rocky, Kimberly are walking in the park with that book. The book is pulled from Kimberly's hand and thrown in the trash. Yeah. They go up They they um go up to the trash can. The book they're, is now splayed open. They're so far from the trash can. Tommy's like, why are you throwing it away? I just bought it. Yeah. <laughs> There's... And she's like, I didn't. It just flew out of my hands. I don't know if you see that that's 45 feet. Are we going to do this again? Yeah. Are we going to do this again? We were just competitive. <laughs> the book is open. They don't know what happened, but all of a sudden the like air around them starts getting like like a bunch of like heat waves or whatever. Like, like, and they get sucked into the book. Yeah. And now they're on a very garish like. They're in a book. They're in a book. They're in the book. The they're backgrounds book. are painted. Everything. Yeah, and there's there's like little flash animation looking things behind them moving around like butterflies and squirrels and foxes and all that stuff. 
and they try to contact Zoran, but obviously. And I don't want to, like, keep pounding into the fact that Rocky's useless, but he has nothing to do the rest of this episode. He doesn't contribute in any way, honestly. No. I, he, he yeah, I can't, no, yeah, I can't think of anything that he does in this to try and correct the situation. But anyway, they run into Grumble. Grumble. And Grumble is a repaint of Tickle Sneezer. Yeah, he just blew and they put a, like... He's in a Santa costume for some reason. Because I guess this is a Christmas story. I guess. That Grumble the Christmas elf? Grumbus... Grum, grumble the... Grumbus the, the <laughs> Christmal. <laughs> Grumbus... Wait a minute, isn't Grumbus... No, the Grumble... Wait, the Grumble is the All Real Monsters principal. Yeah. Grumble, yeah, it's Grumble the Magical Elf. Yeah. It's not the Christmas Elf or anything. There's nothing to make to denote that this is a Christmas thing. But Except for that he's got a Christmas beard and a Santa hat and Santa do, suit. So this guy talks like he's doing a quick, like, 15 at, at the... He's, I think it's the comedy club. You know who it is? It's the same guy from Rangers Back in Time with, uh, with, not from Rangers Back in Time, from Return of the Green Ranger that's in the stocks that's going, it's always the cheese. It's that same guy. Give him the cheese. Doing his best Mel Brooks. Yeah, doing the kind of, yeah, yeah, hitting all the Jewish comedian tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's just. Said there's a fly in my soup. What do you mean there's a fly in my soup? There's a fly in my soup. Taste the soup. I don't want to taste the soup. Taste the soup. Taste the spoon. Okay, where's the spoon? Aha. Aha. Yeah, he's doing that. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> like it, it just it's not. Did you get uh, that joke? There's no spoon for him to eat his soup. Yeah. Did you get that joke? Because I just told you about it. Uh he that's that's gonna be the extent of him. He so he, the whole thing is Kimberly explains to us that he has to deliver toys to the orphans. Yeah, when he delivers because he's put a, a spell's been put on him, and and until he delivers those toys to the orphans and his heart awakens or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna be a grumpy until he grinches it. Yeah, you know his heart grows three sizes that day, something like that. Until then, he's gonna be real grumpy and and real, real bad, real real unfortunate to be around. We're back, back at the juice bar, and everybody's reading, and Billy's read 80% of his quantum physics book already. Because he's brilliant. It's been 25 minutes since the and book fair. he's beautiful. Adam's reading a poetry book because he needs to get girls. Yeah. Aisha comes out, I was like, where are the others? They said they'd be here. And yeah. Adam's like, well, they said they'd cut through the park, so that should be rather soon. Yeah. And Aisha's like, what are you reading? What are you reading? I didn't buy a book. What are you reading? Yeah. Zed's like, oh, my lovely wife has taken upon herself... To trap the rangers in a storybook. Well, maybe we can get rid of the other rangers. And Zed has a really good move. You should never call your wife your wife or the old ball of chain. Always my lovely wife. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how little she's lovely. (laughs) Always call her my lovely wife. Uh, Zed Zed has an idea. It's like, well, we'll stop them from delivering the toys. Because if you don't deliver the toys, the story won't end. And the story won't end, they'll never get out of that book. And Golder's like, I don't get it. <laughs> and he thumps them in the head. And if you don't know what a thumping is, that's when you flick your finger. Like you... you uh, Index you, finger yeah. and thumb. And then you just flick yeah, as hard you, as you can. Yeah, you build up yeah. that thump. But yeah, he gives Goldar a thumping right on the noggin. And calls him a chimp. Yeah. Think of it, Goldar, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really good. We're going to send 
putties down there to the three rangers trapped in the storybook, steal the present so they can't leave the book, and then we're going to kill the other three. Okay? We That's just, the plan. Go, they're at, putties. They're at half strength. It's not going to matter. Meanwhile, some nice boys walk by, see the book in the trash, and they're like, let's give it to uh, Appleby. Uh, is, is this Grumble? Come on, bro. Let's give this to Miss Appleby so that we can benefit the library some more. Because, you know, that's the best place to be because the movie theater closes at four because it's a festival with parties. Gah! They walk up. <laughs> Public access television in Angel Grove is the best television. It's always popping off, brah. Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? Oh my god, this is such a bit heavy episode. <laughs> so the putties are running after these books and Grumble is going through the park with them. Yeah. And then Tickle Sneed is like, oh, I don't know what, the, 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 what it is with kids today. So. is Grumble. Today. Whatever. Blue, blue Snickle Sneezer. Snickle Sneezer. Snickle <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sneezer. So Kimberly, Tommy, and Rocky are I'll like, please let away. us help you. We need to get to the end of the book. Yeah. The, the putties ape after these two bras yeah the good bras are walking and they jump into the book yep like energy form jumping into the book one putty comes up to the carved toys is trying to figure out what to do but he's too stupid uh grumble is saying uh like why are you kids following me this ain't like get out of my business yeah they're like, we need to get to the end of the story so we can get out of here. We're not supposed to be here. And he's like, oh, you're breaking my heart. Ah. You want me to walk you to the end of the book? It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zed's like, what are my putties doing? Take my I don't wife, want please. <laughs> you know, just all that nonsense. I don't want procrasta putties. I want efficient ones. And then he sees them moving backwards through the book. And like, did he say positive putties? Procrastinating putties. No, I know, but he says I don't want punctual putties. Punctual putties. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Well, I, want, I want positive putties. I want yeah. putties that read the secret, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he he zaps the putties to give them their orders some more, and they just go ahead and they steal the toys. And the putty, the rangers kind of square up like they're going to fight him. I don't think I would have stood there at all. I think I'd have just gone right into action. But I understand that it's you a show and we have to move the story along. Yeah, because you don't need provocation for putties. They show up. Get rid of them. Yeah. And Rocky doesn't know what to do. He's just looking at Tommy like, yeah. are we fighting or are we not? Grumble is like tug of war with the cards. I got to get these toys to the orphanage. Yeah. And the putties just disappear with Kim- the toys. Kimberly immediately uh, knows what's up. She's like, if they take the toys, the story won't end. We won't get out of here. And we're dead. Yeah. We're going to live in this book forever. So he's a thanks a lot. Th- thanks to you three, I can never deliver the toys and I'll be grumpy forever. Not that I don't enjoy being grumpy. But I already met you. I just met you, clowns, and I already dislike you. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that line. Kinda like, he's like, I just, I just met you, and I already dislike you the most. Zed and Rita are having a little powwow party down in the yeah. the palace. Powwow party palace. Powwow party palace. Everything and fun Rita, when it's time for Zed to get down. And Rita is tickling Zed because she's so happy that all, the plan is working. He's all muscle and nerves. Yeah, he's very ticklish. <laughs> Bulk is trying to build a monster. And Skull's reading about cooking a turkey, and he's like, hey, did you know that we're supposed to put the stuffing in the turkey? Yeah. No, you're not. Cook it a little bit inside of a cheesecloth, but cook the stuffing on the side, because it is undercooked, and it does have turkey drippings in it, and it can make you sick. So, oh. don't cook the tu- don't cook the turkey and the stuffing together, just for a little bit. Pull it out, so you get a little bit of them drippings. 
Bulk is looking for a 9-volt battery, and he's like, Where, where's your 9-volt batteries? Oh, you didn't get them? Why do I trust you to do anything? I'm yeah. leaving. And then there's this robot eye that just kind of follows Bulk. This is like the third time we've seen, like, Skull's little shed. Yeah. His little, uh, bat, like, his little bat machinations where, shed. Where if he wasn't, like, such a good boy trapped in a bad boy's body, that would definitely be his kill room in the future. But he is going to be a politician, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It doesn't become Skull's Kill Room. It's his creation room. Because they're good boys. We we know that. Yeah. Aisha says, this is getting weird. Kimberly yeah. and Rocky. and Tommy, Kimberly, and Rocky should have been here by now. Tommy's always late, but the others aren't. That's Yeah. Uh, Billy says, let's go to the book fair. Maybe they're still there. Let's yeah. see. Maybe they're still buying books. They're, I doubt it because Tommy's there. But, but they're not. They're inside the book, and they're sitting on some fake rocks and trying to figure out what to do uh, as Rocky paces. Where they realize that they can get out because they can go find the magician as long as they go backwards in the book. Yeah. So let's go find the elf and get him to take us backwards. Yep. Meanwhile, at the book fair, the good bras, yeah. they give the book to Appleby, and she's like, we'll be able to sell this because we already have. <laughs> Which is that fairy tales are always popular. Grumble the Magical Elf. This is one of my favorites when I was little. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. No Ooh. one cares. No one cares. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's getting more and more looking like yeah. a Zed thing right now because they cannot find him even here at the at the book fair. So it's like, let's try to contact him on the communicators. Billy is like, Tommy, Kimberly, come in. And Adam's like, and Rocky. <laughs> Please, someone remember that Rocky's gone. Adam's the only one looking out for Rocky. Because Adam knows. Adam just knows. He's been around Rocky the most. He's been his bro for a while. He knows his bro is a little helpless. Yeah. He's like, where's Rocky? Like, I know, like, I know Kimberly, Tommy are missing. But Rocky's the one that's in real peril here. Yeah. If he's missing. At some point... Rocky can't live on his own for a couple hours. At some point, Rocky is just going to put an empty spoon in his mouth and be like, where's the food? (laughs) (laughs) Adam is truly his brother's keeper. Yeah. As he's concerned for his less than bright friend, Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Aisha's like, oh, this is getting serious. Let's go to the command center. We got to inform Zordon. Even though you're at the book fair where the book that they're trapped in is and it's giving off Zed energy, you know, cool. Meanwhile, there. Skull is getting just evil doctored up, and he's like, follow the directions in I li- the book. I, I like, he just turns his leather jacket around. Yeah. So he puts his arms in backwards, so now, like, there's no opening to his front, so it's like a smock or something like that. Yes. And he's like, he can't find the book. So he, we get a little comical Benny Hill kind of thing where he races around, upside down, looking, running back and forth, looking under stuff. I don't know if you noticed, under all of the books... Are the nine volt batteries? Oh, I did notice. That's actually that's real funny. Yeah, that's real funny. Honestly, that the <laughs> fifty nine volt batteries. That's really good. That's really good. I like that. Yeah, little attention to detail. Yeah, the books are right under the the workbench, mm-hmm. but he's looking all around. He's upside down at one point because you know, funny. He the, falls down the stairs. The robot eye looks him in the face, and he's like, oh, no, I didn't know you were a robot eye. Yeah, even though he must have made him, or his dad made him, or who knows who Bulk made just him. made him. Oh, Bulk just made him. So, he finds, he reaches under the uh, the workbench. He finds the book, or at least he thinks. He finds both books, but what's the one he grabs? How to Cook a Thanksgiving Feast. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't get the monster made monster yeah. making made easy, so he got the wrong book. So we're in for some funny. The first thing he finds out is that you got to wrap the legs in tin foil so they don't burn. So he does that. Yep. At the command center, um, they're like, "Where, where, where are they, Zoran? Can you can you locate them?" Yeah, we need to find Tommy and Kimberly. And Adam goes, "And Rocky, <laughs> please remember Rocky." <laughs> <laughs> I know, I I know he may not be your guys' best friend, but I've been with him most of my life, and he's if it's he's good as dead. He's good as dead if we don't get him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rocky has led them into the snow. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we are lost. We shouldn't have taken this pathway, Rocky." And he's like, "I don't know. I'm wearing a flannel." Yeah, <laughs> Kimberly. Can we talk about what they're wearing in the snow real quick? Kimberly is wearing, she is wearing some very, she's wearing some Daisy Dukes and a denim shirt that is tied up with no sleeves. She's living in truth. Yes, she is. And and a pink undershirt, like yeah, tank top. Still the biggest fan of Rainer on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy is wearing a white baseball jersey, white shirt, white pants, yeah. white lifestyle. A uh, big uh, glorious mane for yeah. his hair. So his head is fine. He's warm. Yeah. Um, Those ears are. And that's good because, you know, that's that's where you get cold. That's that's what one of the parts you want to protect. Those ears and that nose. Rocky, he's not quite good for snow, but he's good for cold because he's got on a shirt, flannel, jeans, boots. And, and his brain is not developed enough to register cold. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we'll cut that one out. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's wearing flannel. He's he looks like he's okay for the most part, but their hypothermias is if not settling in on them, it has settled in on their morphers as they come to find out that there's a big old snowman on the top of this mountain. Yeah, who's just it's honestly it's another monster repainted. It's the baboon dude. For, ah, what was uh, his name? It's the gorilla that that was made from Zach's gorilla costume. Yeah, only he's painted blue. Yeah, and he's got a mustache. He's got a white mustache now. And he's a snowman. He's an abominable snowman. They try to morph... Did, do the... you realize what they tried to do to us? They put on some fake facial hair on these monsters and painted them blue and said, no, they're new monsters. They really tried to Mark's Brothers disguise us Man. on these monsters. They got me as a kid, that's for sure. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. But I didn't think of... A, I, lateral thinking was hard as a child. You yeah. Know? But they try to morph. Their morphers are frozen over. Yeah. I didn't think that was a thing, honestly. Neither did I. But I guess, okay. So they're seeing this on a viewing globe. They found them. But Zordon can't pinpoint where this location is. This is just, they got a, they got a, view, they got a, a visual on them. Yep, they found them. So they need to, they need to find the book that they're in to pro. To yeah. keep them safe, essentially. They know they're in a storybook, but they don't know where that storybook is, and that's what they need. So Alpha makes a line, but I was like, oh, the story needs to be re rewritten, whatever. Uh, Rita and Zed are both like, hey, look, those idiots are making a monster well, for we us. Need, we need to send down a monster to take out those other three rangers, but you know what? Who would have thought that Bulk and Skull would be the, the architects of the rangers' demise? Yeah. So Zed's like, we don't even have to really expend that much energy. Yeah. When they finish that, we'll bring it to life, uh, and we'll just 
just chill, chill out, have a nice nice evening together. Yeah, and they're just sitting there and they're enjoying a smoky adult beverage. It is a smoky adult beverage. And they're just like, Bulked Skull's monster is going to do the other three rangers in. It's going to be great. Yeah, and Zed's like, after that, how about we do some shopping? Oh, yeah, take your wife out. Do it. I'll, we'll make it up to you. you know, like, or if you belong to us. Literally what he says. Yeah. On top of the mountain, the snowman is throwing rocks at him, and they're yeah. hiding behind a tree stump. He's going to crush them into snow cones. The morphers don't work. Tommy gives a very... Uh, despair kind of line yeah but he gives the despair kind of line that means that the episode is gonna end he's like the story's not gonna be there with the to be continued yeah you would think that the story's not gonna have a happy ending one to to be be continued continued. no the episode you got like 30 seconds yeah it's weird got 30 more seconds of this yeah at the command center uh they watch tommy say that line yeah and they're like ah this will never be a bestseller book puns everywhere yeah Aisha's like, Billy, what's going on? And he lets us know what they said. The hypothermal, men, uh, hy- hypothermal malfunctioning. The morphers can't work in the cold. It's all, by the time we find that, uh, Adam, the dreary sad boy, yeah. says, by the time we find that book, it's going to be too late. Hmm. At least for Rocky. Yeah. At least for Rocky, at least. Mm. he The snowman charges at Tommy. Tommy jumps out of the way. And he falls. falls down and causes, like, an avalanche. Yeah, because he's a bulky boy. Yeah. And the avalanche happens. It buries the rangers. And I think this is where we get our to be continued. Yeah, in in the flurry of white. Yes, they're buried in the snow to be continued. Next episode. Yes, this one aired on like May 2nd. Yeah, we said that. We said, yeah. We said all that stuff. We did. We're good all hosts that. of podcasts. Oh, <laughs> Very good, very listenable podcast. Please listen. Uh, pick it up Hour right where we left minutes. off. Pick it up right where we left off. He's all, get ready for the big chill. I wonder, I wonder if they're okay. Then they uh, they go to the book fair and they start looking for this book. Yeah. They find one that's given off a dark energy. And that is Grumble the Elf. Inside, we're, uh, well, they're now trapped inside the mountain. Inside the mountain. Uh, they're trapped inside the mountain. And they're freezing to death. And like, we have to think of something. The crazy thing is, like, Tommy and Kimberly are just kind of sitting there, huddled up close together. Rocky, who's the most dressed for the occasion, is shivering the hardest. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they got compassion on their side, too. That'll keep you warm. Yeah. Bulk and Skull are still working on their monster. It's just about ready to go. Yes. Electrodes, he calls for. Disembalming gas. Real Frankenstein kind now, of stuff. Now, I need to know what disembalming gas is, because they put it in their hands and then they sniff it like it's whippets. Could be. Yeah. Could be. They turn up the electricity to wake up their monster. All you gotta do is apply a little pressure. Yeah. Just a little pressure. You're good. So, <laughs> Zed and Rita are like, oh, the monster's about to come at- to life? Let's wake it up. Yeah. Yeah, Rita's stoked for this one. They make it, and it's, I want to say it's that same dude, the turkey with the scissors. Yeah, it's Turkatron, essentially. But he's stripped down, and now he's got like a stupid leather bustier, kind of like Salinas. Well, it actually kind of works, because he kind of looks it a looks, little bit he, like he does take, the wizard Mondo. Ooh, that's pretty good. I was going to say he takes off a bit from his mama and p- papa, Bulk and Skull. A little, like, it is Mama and Papa 
Bullpen. Bull. Mama and Papa Bulpa Bull. Mama and Papa Bulpa Bull. Boba Bo Po Boba Bo Po Boba Bo. Mama and Papa Boba Bo. Turkey Turkey Twan uh Chase. A little bit, but he looks like Mondo. And they all cartoon crash through the wall. They make cutouts of themselves. Yeah. And they're like Aisha's like, I love reading, but this is ridiculous. And they find a book called No Uruguana. It's weird that this one was this one was kinda like uh singled out. It's like because we know a dude over in Cross World City that knows his iguana real well. He wouldn't burn all the books if he knew about that one. Yeah, no, you're you iguana. Tell, you're telling me. You're telling me that that book's about my girlfriend iguana, Juliet? Yeah. Mm. They find Grumble the Magical Elf, and they're like, yeah, right. This wouldn't be in there. And then they feel the Zed energy and the Rita energy off of it. Yeah, it just it just stinky with it. They open it up to a video of yeah. Tommy... Rocky and Kimberly freezing in a cave. Yeah. Adam is so relieved. <laughs> He's like, oh, visual confirmation that Rocky is not dead. Yeah. And then it cuts to Kimberly going, Tommy, do you think we're going to run out of air in here? And Tommy goes, uh, let's hope not. Don't think so. They, I said it here. They're about 10 minutes away from eating Rocky. Yes. I would give it 10 minutes at most. They, tr- they look at their morphers. They're still covered in ice. And who pops his head out? grumble and he's like how'd you get past the snow monster he's buried too yeah the group got caught in his own avalanche yeah that's what he says they take off and they're like i don't know what we would have done without you he's like freeze to death you'd be stupid down there yeah freeze to death probably eat that one points at rocky yeah they're like so we have an idea we need to go backwards in the story and he's like i've never gone backwards i don't know what to do i want to go forward (laughs) getting you out of the book isn't my problem So they, being good people, they convince him to go backwards and they get to the crossroads. But what's happened? The sign has been knocked over. So they don't know which way to go. Yeah, they're like, oh, what happened? Where's Mondo the magician? Oh, what happened here? A hurricane. Now what are you going to do? It's like, are you sure you don't know which way to go, Rumble? Do you remember? You guys are just beautiful. Suddenly the pressure's on me. (laughs) And they're like, okay, pick which direction you got to go. And he's like, you could have picked on Dr. Seuss instead of me. Yeah, and they just, just, and he goes, I think it's that way, and it's the right way. Just stop whinging for a moment, Grumble. Yeah. Just a moment. Please stop complaining. So they end up going the correct way, and Billy is scanning out the book. He's like, I gotta get it. I gotta get them out of the book. And they're like, Well, we can just I gotta figure out how to alter their molecular structure. Yes. Zoran's like, behold the viewing globe. Okay. They look at the viewing globe and they see the turkey kind of bugging bulk and skull, and he's like, Mama, dada. <laughs> Mama, Dada. He's doing both Tokar and Razor at the same yeah. time. Mama? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, they wanted to make this monster so they could get you to the park and unmask you. They yeah. didn't know that Zed and Rita would be bringing it back. And Zed yeah. and Rita have also equipped it with powerful weapons that can destroy that are on Angel theme. Grove. That are on the weapons that are on theme, too. Yeah. The monster's name is Turkey Jerk. Cool. That's really yeah. his name? Oh, wow. Anyway, they they morph. And we get, like, a cool color combination we don't see very often. Blue, like, black, right yellow. Blue, black, and yellow. Yep. Running the show. Yeah. Uh, turkey Jerk's trying to get him down from the trees because he's like, I'm trying to teach Mom and Dad to know that turkeys don't fly. Turkeys don't go in trees. You know how Paul Heyman says Brock Lesnar better than anybody? Yeah. Nobody says Power Rangers better than Bulk. 
That's true. Because he always calls them the Power Rangers. Yeah, he does. He does get yeah. the uh, he he kicks the theater in it. Yeah. So nobody says Power Rangers better than Bulk. That's true. Irrefutable. So the three of them show up to face off against the turkey jerk, and um, he's like, "We're gonna blow up the city." Those turkeys in the tree are going to help me because they're my parents. Yeah. So, team uh, it, Billy, Aisha, Adam. And, yeah, they face Turkey Jerk's weapon, which is a big old baster. Yeah. He says, you, I'm not going to repeat the line because it's just, it's, it's just, it just doesn't fly. Yeah. In, oh, in, it just doesn't fly? <laughs> just like a turkey. <laughs> we get a cut to Mondo, the magnificent magician. Yes. Knock at your own risk. They're at his tower. They're talking to uh, to Grumble about Nagani. He's like, oh, I have to do my sit-ups and push-ups today, so I'm not going to be going there. And they're like, come on, you got to help us get the spell lifted. There's like a Garfield. There's like a little Flash animated Garfield on the stump next to him and stuff. And yeah. I wish they didn't try for any of these like animals. I get it, but they like, oof. Yeah. They look like like a CDI game, you know? Zed gets worried about them talking to the magician, and Rita's like, nah, Mondo's my friend. Don't yeah. worry about it. And you were like, you know fictional magician, Rita? <laughs> yeah. What's maybe, going on? Maybe he's based on a real character. You know, this this is uh, this is a story from the old world. You know, like how myths and legends are based on something, right? Yeah. Something people have encountered. Maybe this is one of those ones that there is some actual truth behind it, that there was a Mondo magician, and now he's immortalized in the storybook. That's good. That could be true. Yeah, who knows? Who the knows? other rangers are fighting the turkey jerk, and they're just kind of kicking him and getting hit by a baster. So Adam <laughs> says, let's carve this turkey. And guess what? He pulls out Steve, the power axe. Steve? Steve, are you... Are you... Are we a joke? Steve, did you watch Power Rangers? Because I'm watching it right now, and I can see Adam holding a power axe, and it's not Operation Overdrive. You, you, I saw all of them with their power weapons. Steve, I swear to God, you embarrassed us on this show on too many occasions now. I've seen at least three times these new Rangers hold those weapons. I've, They've I've only seen, been in 12 I episodes. I can count three ways that you're a liar. A dirty liar. Steve. They're called, they're like, we need a plan or we're going to be Southern Fried Rangers. And you know what? Then they come back from commercial and they said, we need a plan or we're going to be Turkey Stew. They just won't stop. Yeah. Like, even the turkey after he says, let's carve him up. He's all, you're such a cut up. Like, Ooh. yeah. The turkey throws cranberries at him and goes, here, have some cranberries for you to eat, yeah. for you while you eat crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skull's like, what if he, what if he actually roasts the Rangers? Mm -mm. And Bulk's like, the Power Rangers never give up. They don't lose and ever. Bulk, come like, on. Like you said, Bulk, Bulk's their biggest fan. Yeah, Bulk's a believer. Yeah. So they decide that they're going to use a weapon, but we cut to Mondo the Magician. They're knocking, and then we get green screen like, who's there? And whose voice is it? General Ivar from VR Troopers. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It is. It's cool. Like, uh, also, what's his name? Geo or whatever uh, from Digimon. I said it the first time we heard Ivar and VR Troopers so yeah. months ago. But, yeah, it's the same voice actor that's a pretty uh, prolific Digimon voice actor. But, yeah, it's definitely him behind that door. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm not helping you. Yeah. The uh, blue, black, yellow team, they call on the power cannon. They call it forth and then kill Turkey Jerk. Mm -hmm. That's a wrap. 
Yeah. It's again, it's cool to see this color combination and cool to see them use the cannon on their own. Yeah. And you what you, what you said I also enjoy is that they never seem to be able to control that thing because yeah. it nearly knocks them onto the ground each time they fire it. Whether it's six or three. Yeah, that thing has a kick. Yes. So then they're like, okay, we showed that bird. Now we got to go find out where the other guys are. Yeah. Bulk and Skull are, well, Bulk says now's our time. He hits Skull so hard that he falls out of a tree. Bulk loses his footing and proceeds to crash on top of Skull, which is yeah. very frightening. I, I was going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> you were. It, it was like, honestly, it was like we were watching that Golden Lover's Buck match again in the pyramid. Oh, yeah. Where we were both like, oh, my God, don't die. Yes. Because it, 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 unsafe high spot for sure. <laughs> but they're okay because they're cartoons. Bulk says back to the drawing board. Wipe back to uh, Mondo's tower. Mondo is he, letting know that, hey, you could, you, you know. We're not doing anything for you. Yeah. Get away from my door. Yep. And we thought that's it for Mondo, but we get, well, well, uh, Ace. We got some time before that. Yeah. Because but... we cut back to the book and they're like, they're not going to get out. The wizard's not going to help them. Yeah. So Aisha takes a colored pencil and draws in the new, the toys so that they'd appear back in the book. I, yeah. So Aisha asked for colored pencils and I just, I guess just cause Alpha has them. Right there on the controls, he give, gives her a handful, and she draws. She He hands her one, and she does a full-color drawing of a bunch of toys that appear. Yeah, yeah. she draws the the little wagon with the toys in it perfectly, and they egg, uh, I'm going to call him Tickle Sneezer, uh, Grumble on to, let's go deliver the toys, we can, we can end this. As yeah. they're walking through the woods, we get a surprise of a lifetime. The grumble stops and says, oh, be quiet. Mondo the Magnificent's in this part of the book. If we wake him up, it'll be terrible. Yeah. And then as they walk by... We, we get a tree that passes in the foreground. And we see Mondo the Magnificent. Who is it? Shot him from Die Ranger. Full bondage gear. Full Gorma mode. Yeah, ring around the eye. Yeah. All of it. And we're kind of like, what is it? But it's not like a moving image. It's Yeah, it's a superimposed still... On this tree. Yes. And it's him with his metal face. It's not I gotta, his normal one. I gotta say, in this context, you know, w- watching this, imagine myself watching this as a kid. This is some very kind of eerie, surreal, the whiz kind of feel to it, you know? Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, he's creepy. Why is he doing that? You know? Now, as an adult, with the knowledge we have and all that, like, it's just like, oh, it's just a, it's just a still. Of Shottam. It is Metal Face Shottam. It is Metal Face Shottam, yes. And, so. But it's, like, I, I, I never said it, but I never thought that we'd see any of the Triumvirate in Season 2 of Power Rangers. But yeah. Big Boy Shottam showed up, so that's, that was really neat. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Well, that's just. It was, it, that was a big moment. That popped the room. <laughs> The room is Freddy and I. <laughs> so they're like, wouldn't Mondo the Magician be look wonderful crashing through downtown Angel Grove? So they convince Mondo to yeah. attack and then they make him grow. Yeah, like they, I don't know, they like give him the power to escape the book. Yeah. Because he cuts his way through the page, which is pretty gnarly looking. Yes. And the next shot we get is uh, Grumble delivering all the toys. Yeah. And to all the... The, 
I guess it's just like a Lost Boy situation. It's just a village of orphans. There's no parents around, right? They anything. do say the orphanage. Mm. But it looks like a whole little township. So it's well, yeah. You got to go to Orphanville. That's Orphan. when you're mm-hmm. when your parents leave you. You get banished to the island of misfit children, and that's where you are because your parents didn't want you because something was wrong. Obviously, that's messed up. It is that's, messed that's up. Actually, very dark. Yeah, that's actually some Die Ranger stuff. Shotham was here. Shotham was here. So everything's right. They're happy. He loves seeing them all happy, which makes him happy. So, and they're like, yes, we learned a lesson. One thing that brings us joy and happiness and make uh, it, one thing that brings us joy and happiness and makes us good people is giving to others. Now get out of my book and go home. Yep. Thanks, Grumble. Yeah. And they just magically transport. And Grumble's going to tell a story. About the elf to all the the little orphans. Who helped out the weird humans. Unsupervised. Yep. So, Zed and Rita have taken Mondo the Magician out of the storybook. Now, the one thing that I find weird about this is that there's a hole in the book, which means that Shottam was in the command center for a moment. Maybe he was a storybook ghost. Maybe just his energy was there and then he shot out or something. Yeah, Yeah, but Shottam was there. But, um, so, Tommy... Rocky, Kimberly appear in the command center. Immediate morphin time. We don't got time. Morph. Let's go face face off of him. So they call the Zords, and we get a, a rather brief battle with Metal Face Shotum. But we know that we're killing time because we get the full Zord summoning sequence. Yeah. And the Shotum battles never last that long, so. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, it's... Uh, He's yeah. one of the big guys to deal with. Yeah, it's a very it's a very standard uh it's a very standard affair. Yeah. So you just, you just get some sword swipes, he's finished. Shot him, aka Mondo the Magician. He actually knocks back Thunder Megazord a couple times. Yeah. And they try to do the straight line tornado technique. Yeah. But Shotum calls forth the sheet ghosts. Yeah, he d- like they are some very um haunted mansion effects. What is that called? Someone's ghost? Where you use a mirror and you project it. I don't know what the the effect's called. But it's that. It, it, like, it looks like, yeah, it looks like sheet ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And then we get White Tiger who's fighting Shotum. He actually didn't. We're starting to get some weird effects. Like we get a call for the Thunder Saber from the Rangers. Yeah. But instead of being a close-up on the green centerpiece, you get to see the entire chest of Thunder Megazord, but it's like painted on a wood block. Yeah. Um. They call forth, they do the storm and stress, the, the Thunder Megazord battle ready. Yeah, the Thunder Saber. Yeah, they, they do chop, it. They chop them down twice. And Mondo, the magician, is no more. Yep. Now, if you're not listening to our Die Ranger episodes, you should know that that is not how he goes out. We don't know how he goes out. Yeah. But it isn't in the first battle with Metal Face. Yes. At the book, well, at... The hallway where the book fair was held. They're wrapping it up, putting yeah. things away, putting away the books that didn't sell. But they did really good. Um, the, the, they said that the they said like you know library is really going to benefit from how well it did. They hope uh, Rita and Zed they are out more, of the storytelling more, yeah, business. Yeah, make some more book puns about how what a plot twist. And Applebee comes out says the book fair is a big hit. Uh, really white bread kind of really should help the library. Income, Bulk, and Skull returning their books because they made a terrible mistake. Yeah, they want to donate them. And here's where you should get upset 
because Appleby goes, oh, you already read these books? Sure you read these books. Yeah. Dismissive of... Cool. Dismissive of these boys who basically help create life. So, shut up. Yeah. Miss Appleby. They hand them Grumble to to read, and Skull reads it out loud like some kid that's in in a class for... Uh, falling behind. Yes. <laughs> the class I was in, but not for reading, but for, for math. They open up the book, it cuts to a video of Grumble, and he goes, hi boys, and he gives them the little, like, nose. Neener, neener. Yeah, he gives them the neener, neener wave. Yeah. And they run off and tear, because that's scary. Yeah, and the ranchers laugh at them because they're bullies. And freeze frame, and we out. That's it, that's it, boys. Yeah. So, Dudes. for this block, best man for the job was a great episode. Yeah. Um, funny stuff in there. Yeah. Very funny stuff. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the character development of the Rangers. When we like, always like anytime our actors can bust out and do stuff that's not typical. It was like half bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. full on bad. It was, yeah, it was naughty, naughty stinker kind of, kind of evil. Yeah. In, okay. Not evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mischief makers kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson kind of bad. Definitely Bart Simpson bad. <laughs> But overall, like, we're starting to wind up next week. Oh, next week, it's Dan's week. It is. Freddie's not going to be on the show. It's just going to be me. He's going to be sitting here, but he's not going to be on the show. I'm not going to talk. Yeah. It's going to be all me all the time. You know, talk an hour and a half about Wild West Rangers. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Is that what it's called, too? Yeah. That is what it's called. Wild West Rangers. That's going to be. That's going to be a big week for you. It is. Because it's also going to be, wow, that's also going to be the beginning of season two. The end of season two. Well, no, the beginning of season two of VR Troopers for us. We're going to be recording that at the same time. Yes. And it's also going to be the end of Die Ranger. It's the end of Die Ranger. It's the end of season two of Power Rangers. And the start of VR Troopers season two. Yes. Big week. Big week for We record three podcasts in one day every week. <laughs> Y'all don't know how stupid you think, we are. You, like you think the sweaty is just referring to unorganized bits? That's true, but it's also literally referring to the texture of our skin. Yes, which is sweaty because they're ten-hour days. Speaking of that, we do have another podcast to record, so we are going to leave it here with this block. You didn't really finish what you said. So we liked best man for the job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Storybook. Eh. Storybook was cute. Yeah. It gave us a lot of time to, to bash on Rocky, which is always fun for us. And the Shottam cameo was cool. Yeah, the Shottam cameo was really cool. Other than that, it's not really noteworthy episodes. Reuse suits, um, not much. Yeah. Not much in the sense of character or story development. It's, 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 um, it's cool that it was almost like 100% American footage. Yeah, that's neat. You know that I everything think. except for the shot him battle and the weird superimposed metal face shot him. Yeah, it was all, hundred percent. It was almost hundred percent American footage. So that's cool. It, it just pushes us towards the uh, peak of Rangers. You yes, know? yes. Power Rangers specifically, not Super Sentai. If we're in the peak Super Sentai with Die Ranger, I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's gonna come close to it. I, I honestly don't know if I've ever watched a better Super Sentai than Die Ranger. Die Ranger's so good, but. 
That's yeah, but that's, that that is our episode. That today. is it for today. So we will see you on Thursday with our Super Sentai episode. As you know, we bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. So go ahead and get you some. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song. You can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com to get yourself a digital download of that. While you're there, get yourself a koozie that says Rainer Club, if that's still available. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> get, if not, get yourself a vinyl, because They'll that's always some. a good They'll thing to get. They'll have something for you. You'll get your dollar's worth. Yeah. Uh, if you like the show a lot, and you would like to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where we are serving up VR Troopers. As you know, we're well, deep in the heart of season two by the time you're listening to this, but... We've got an entire season of our show on there. Yeah. And we don't take that stuff is, down. That is, yeah. That is a whole nother series of, uh, series worth of content for you over there. Yeah. And there's, it get, and it get buck wild. There, there's at least 20 episodes on, on there at I this point. I guarantee, I guarantee season two is going off the rails. Hardcore. Yeah. We had a discussion about it. So. <laughs> If you want to check in on that, please check head out our Patreon. Even, even just to even just to poke your head in. There That's is one too. episode over there for free right now, and I really suggest you check it out before you decide if you'd like to support. <laughs> yeah. Um, we thanked Rainer. We Patreon. Social media. Social media. We are at Power Playthrough on Instagram, at P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. We are most active on Twitter. But if you want to send a shout out to us, go ahead and just DM us. We don't have it closed. We'll answer anything. It's true. So come on through. We also do streams every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash it's dark tiger. We will get that figured out. Don't worry. Just like, you know, some uh, renovating signs up, you know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So. If you want to go over there and watch that, we've got some Common Rider games. We've got Power Rangers Legacy Wars game coming, uh, Battle for the Grid. Uh, when Heroes of the Grid comes out, we'll be doing live board games of that. So if you want to join in, come on by. 2019's busy. Honestly, I think some community stuff that we can do is when Heroes of the Grid comes out, we can Skype in a player to come play a... That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm absolutely down for that. Yeah, so you want to get involved with that? Stay tuned. Keep your eyes right here, or keep your ears right here. Something. Just yeah, you know where we told you where to find us. Come find us. Yeah, we're around. We're around. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, may the power protect you. My name is Bukala. Favorite Bukala rapper. Uh, well, Bukala has all kinds of favorites. It's hard to narrow it down. Uh, but that real, that real Bukala. That ain't no such thing as halfway Bukala. Oh. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your time with your favorite Earth friend. I show Bukala many things. So, Bukala, how you handle Bukala's here with, with love and affection like Billy is. Yes.
He thought oh. Bukala was a bigot. Bukala only here for a limited time before ride comes. Favorite ride share? Mm. When in, when in Las Bukala Uber. Don't get any stupid questions about Bukala and Bukala <laughs> terminology and culture. Very accepting Uber. You use Uber Bukala? Uber Bukala. You think this is, is a, a game? Not everything is called Uber Bukala or or Pop Bukala or whatever. Now, now all you're doing, now all you're doing is 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 making a mockery of my culture. Weren't you prepped? Being he very said, insensitive. 